Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. Hello, special guest, I-O-Super. Here tonight on Entrepreneurship is the Marathon, live with your truly Vanessa Zambi, our special guest. I should maybe put a little shout out for her here. There we go. And tonight's episode is about how to run a business that does not run you. I-O-Super will detail how to decipher what tools you should invest in when it comes to building the various elements of your tech stack for your business, which is a crucial step to finding success with a tech-based, tech-focused, and or tech-reliant company. So stay tuned for more. And <laughs> the special guest and sharing insights on how to establish a back-end and front-end systems and processes for your business so you can breathe and relax knowing your business can move forward while you're on vacation with our special guest, Kyle. You know, one day I should probably have some boards or something, you know, just like, yeah, you're you know. Um, so, Io Suber is a UI engineer and design technologist at Square, working with the developers and API team. Her passion for all things tech stems from her experience creating digital presences for small businesses, working at various tech companies, and creating art that integrates also technology. All these things require different types of tech stacks, which is the basis of our interview here today. IO enjoys making complex concepts as accessible as possible and being a resource to increase our representation in tech. She's an avid traveler, writer, and arts advocate. Yes. So IO, tell me in your own words, what your journey, what has been your journey in helping businesses with their tech stack? Just tell me more about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I honestly started out in the art world. I was working at an arts nonprofit and um they just had me do their website one day and i was like oh this is kind of cool because you could just think of something in your mind and then it's there so um from there i just started working with small businesses and helping them create websites and i started out doing like just wordpress websites for people um and then moved on to doing like apps for small businesses and nonprofit orgs and then eventually um, learning how to code well enough so I could get like a corporate job actually doing it. So yeah, it's been a really interesting journey. It's um, a lot different from most of the people I meet in my field. So this is this is really nice to have that background, especially now that I'm at Square, which is like full circle since we work with small businesses. It's like our core business. I love it. Love it. Love it. And what are the sort of top three with all your experience working with small businesses? What has been or solopreneurs or whatever stage you've been in, right? But what are the top three most common challenges or misconceptions or myths that you see with small businesses when it comes to using tech or not using tech? <laughs> yeah, um, honestly, I think a lot of businesses, they get either really overwhelmed with the amount of choices there are out there or um, they just don't know where to start. So a lot of times people might end up just like using a really basic template maybe um, that they found 
and never really updated or never learned how to update or work with a CMS. Um, or maybe they get like their friend's daughter's niece or somebody to come <laughs> and make the website for them and it doesn't quite work, you know, like they just don't know who to ask or what to look for. Um, but I think now there's just so many resources out there that you can use. Um, you just need to know where to look. Indeed, we're going to get into that. Yes. So let's talk about someone who's like beginning in their business, right? Mm -hmm. How much tech stack building can a founder who is bootstrapping really do on their own? Honestly, you can do all of it. There's like a whole bunch of different frameworks you can use, um, which are like just pre-packaged tech stacks that you can just um, kind of just roll out a website or an app with. You can do no-code apps, and there are plenty of um, no-code apps that are really good now. Um, I think one of them is Bubble. I, I know a lot of people use that one. There's different APIs, so if you're just doing something kind of basic, but you want to pull in information from different websites, you can use the API to pull that information in. Um, and then there's a lot of different tooling that you can use from all these different languages and you can just build your product out with. Um, you don't need to shoot for perfection in the beginning at all. You just need something that works. You can, you don't have to like make it just the top of the top website. If it works, it works. If it's getting you to your sales, it works. From there, you can always hire and refactor, which means improving the code later. Are you interested in partnering with Vanessa Zami, the business defibrillator, to revive, grow, or scale your business? Then text 617-959-2203. We specialize in collaborating with storefronts, salons, and shops to help you increase your sales by 50% in only a few months. That's 617-959-2203 for more details. If you're looking to shock your 10-year shop back to life, then text 617-959-2203. It's your time to have a reliable team, increase store traffic, and glowing sales growth so you can take that vacation outside your country while having your store still thrive. Text 617-959-2203 for more details. I love that. I love that. Yes, yes, yes. You just have to, what was it? I, I quoted in the LinkedIn. Don't need a shoe for perfection. You just need something yeah. that works. Yes, absolutely. Works for your tech as well. And so do you recommend, but let's say people, some people, you know, entrepreneurs just love learning. Um, yeah. so it's like, woo, got to learn, 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 right? You got to love this learning and taking the information and all that jazz. So do you recommend people fill like some of these knowledge gaps, right? Like they go and just take a DAFA course or um, like, and then if you, if like, yeah. So what is your, when it comes to the filling knowledge gaps or sort of what gaps are worth filling versus not filling and just mm -hmm. that whole process, so to speak? Yeah, I think, um, first of all, there's so many resources out there for you to learn about anything, you know, start even on YouTube or just Reddit, or there's so many different websites you can go to just to learn really broad information. And then you can narrow it down from there. I don't think you need to learn how to code on a professional level if that's not what you 
are going to be doing on a day-to-day basis. But I do think knowing the basics can help you understand what you're asking for. So, um, and also like how to communicate what you're asking for to your developer. Um, And it can help you screen out some bad developers. So um, if you just want to learn the basics, I would say HTML, CSS, JavaScript, uh, anything, er, pretty much everything on the web uses these three languages. Um, And JavaScript is the most popular language in the world. So um, you can use, you could go and learn them. Code Academy is free. Freecodecamp.org, that's free. You can go on CodePen or JS Fiddle and they have like all these different examples of things. So maybe you're just like, I just want to learn how to use a, make a form. I just want to be able to capture some CTAs and some clicks and stuff. Go to CodePen, JS Fiddle. They probably have something like that and you can see exactly how to build it. Um, you can look on YouTube. I like Fun Fun Function. That's like one of my favorite channels on YouTube. It, they make learning JavaScript really easy and accessible and it's free. Um, can you spell that for Fun Fun Function? Yeah, uh, yeah, just F-U-N, F-U-N, oh. F-U-N-C-T-I-O-N <laughs> function. Oh, good stuff. Fun function on yeah, YouTube. That's a really good teacher. Um, yeah. Um, I think once you do start learning, you just stay aware of like where your knowledge gaps are. Um, so just like write down, if there's anything like you're just like, oh, I don't really get it, just write it down. Um, and then you can come back to it one day, like when you have time, you say, okay, I didn't understand how my inventory gets updated on my website. Now I'm going to just go and find out a tutorial on this later when I actually have time to do that. That's a really good way to just keep on top of like knowledge gaps. Um, but yeah, you don't have to do super deep. You don't have to learn every single thing. Just learn what you think makes sense for you and what makes sense for just learning how to talk to your developer. Wonderful, wonderful folks. So essentially, you totally spit out a lot of resources. So people had to rewind to get the resources again. But, yeah. um, love, love it. But yes, essentially, it's really looking at you don't want to learn all, like, don't go out here and be, try to become a developer yourself so that you can, like, make your app, right? There are, as yeah. you were mentioning, right, there are, like, apps that help people without, like, you don't need to know how to code, right, in order to do mm-hmm. an app. I was working with, um, she, this was a few years ago, um, she was working on an app for, like, a beauty business, right? And I came across, was it Bubble? Bubble, the one I came across was, like, something with a mm-hmm. um, And, but, yeah, but essentially using that in order for her to, you know, build mm-hmm. out a tech side. Because alternative is then, and actually I'm asked the question. So what about someone who just says, I just want to hire somebody, right? Because that's also, that's also yeah. and so at what point should people consider even hiring an engineer and developer? I have my own thoughts, but let's hear from the expert. Um, I think it just depends. It's, there are so many fact- factors. Like it depends on what you are looking for. So if you're looking for like a technical co-founder, um, you might want to start if if that you know that's where you're going down you you built this app you might want to start looking for that as soon as possible um and you need to start looking into equity deals and equity structures or 
if you are like, oh no, I don't want a co-founder. I want to hire someone. Um, I wouldn't hire anyone full-time unless I had the funding to back it up. Like you don't want to just be bringing someone in that could be making a lot of money somewhere else and then you can't pay them. Like that would probably be the worst thing. So I would say like, if you are in that stage where you're like, I want to hire someone full-time, just wait until you get your healthy route of funding. And then, but before then, maybe you just do contractors. Maybe you just do um, the no code, maybe. And also just depending on like what your business is, like you might not need an app um, developed. Like if you're an e-commerce site, there's so many resources out there where e-commerce is done for you. Like you could use Square, you could use Shopify, you could use Squarespace. There's so many sites that do that for you. So like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel if it's not necessary. But if it is like, oh, I'm looking to do something kind of different from that, then yeah, you should start thinking about like, okay, I need to raise funds for this. Um, there are like companies that sit around matching technical co-founders um, and you can Google, like there's just so many of them. Um, and if you are like doing the fundraising, a lot of times if you're doing VC or angel or even not really friends and family or, or crowdfunding, but more angel and VC, a lot of times they'll have networks of engineers that they could help hire for you. So, um, or that they can at least reach out to you. And then, you know, look on your networking groups. Like um, there's groups like Black Women Talk Tech, devcolor.org. Um, you can look at AngelList, go to different conferences. There's a lot of networking things you can do as well. If you're a storefront business owner, salon owner, or brick and mortar shop owner, including a cafe, home decor, furniture, or clothing boutique, then listen up. We have some incredible discounted workshops at thezami.com for our podcast listeners to help you increase your sales by 50%. If you're looking for more tips on reviving your business, make sure to visit our website, thezami.com. That's B-Z-A-M-Y.com to register for our upcoming business growth workshop on staff management, financial management, and time management. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale your shop so you can go on that vacation and still have your shop thriving. Visit bzami.com. That's B for Vanessa, Z for Zebra, A for Animal, M for Money, Y as in yes.com. Visit bzami.com for more details. Wonderful, wonderful. So many resources shared. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, so, but yeah, and so people are gonna you're gonna have to rewind. People, you you you're just gonna have to rewind. Um, so I'm just gonna. Have to, but yeah, but essentially, and also some other resources in terms of some other places to find. You mentioned contractors mm -hmm. um, as well, freelancers. There's some websites um, that I'll share. Some I'll share with my clients. So Upwork is a platform mm -hmm. that's incredible people i find um and yeah pretty much just upward that's the main one yeah, um, as well fiber actually you fiber, i mean you yeah. well, can be but, it depends five is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. i try not to not blast out five because five is one of those platforms where you just gotta you gotta bet on five. You gotta bet. You, you gotta really yeah, don't be like oh look this is all five dollars for my website no, no, five dollars <laughs> is not 
<laughs> don't let the name fool That's okay. But I mean, my previous night, I did get it done to be a fifer. Uh, and I said yeah. myself a couple times. My, yes, but it was it was started um, fifer. All Squarespace. Yeah. I used it. So I was like, I don't feel like learning Squarespace. So I was like, let me do someone with this backbone, and then then I can like I'll learn Squarespace. But, mm-hmm. um, but yes, yes, yes. So five, you got to bet people out though. Five, but yes, you like. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We have Upwork and Fiverr are great platforms um, as well too to find some contractors um, and some freelancers who are just looking to help someone. Yes. Um, or even some college students who are looking to build a portfolio. As well yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, um, and also like don't discount going on meetup.com and going to um, or checking with local coding boot camps. Like a lot of times those people are looking for some work to do for their portfolio um such a great idea that's a great cool. yeah and and if you're like looking to be like oh well what language should i code in i would say like look at um go look on job sites and look at like um what are people hiring for because that's probably like who's around you like what type of developers are around you so if, like there's a whole bunch of ruby jobs open then Maybe you want to code your site in Ruby because you might, if you want to work with a local coder, there'll probably be a better chance of you getting a Ruby developer. But also you could just do it remotely, you know, (laughs) depends on what you want to do. Um, Yeah, there's just so many creative ways you can just find um, and network nowadays, especially since we're all kind of online now, it makes it a lot easier. Indeed, indeed it does. Yes, yes, yes. So those are the people. So essentially, for those of you looking to either add an app to your business, perhaps your business has gone to a place where you're just like, I want to do an app, right? Or maybe you're just starting out already thinking about you want to do an app or you want to add some tech components to that part of aspect, right? So we're going to do a whole bunch of resources for you in terms of <laughs> how you find people, who you can find to help you with that aspect if you're not a tech person yourself. Yeah. Um, and then even just ways for you to even fill in the knowledge gaps, but without like trying to become a whole like let me get a computer science degree like no right you don't yeah. have to do all that you don't have to do all that um there are resources available for mm-hmm. you to um really get that app going whatever it may be but let's say you're also in space of business who you're not really thinking about app but it's more so about okay i'm looking to like retire really uh for my business right really just automate as well to and delegate that's a whole mm-hmm. other conversation. We'll probably talk about that next week. So tune in. Entrepreneurship is a marathon. Live every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, but with that being said, so Ayo, thank you for coming out. Any additional like resources that just came in your mind um, that you recommend um, to check out, whether they're starting or the middle stage or they're really advanced? Um, yeah, any additional? Yeah, I mean, I would say that I'm, I think being an entrepreneur is a, a lot of hard work. Um, if you do have the resources just to automate something um, or to just kind of hire out some of that work, do it. Like you do not have to do everything and you do not have to know everything. I would say put your energy towards like the things you are great at and then just kind of outsource the rest. Yes. And what should people hire you for? I don't know. I know you already went here, but I guess um, what if... <laughs> If a business was like, but I, can you help me? Like, what is it that you would say, yes, I can help you with X, Y, Z, A, B, C? Yeah, I mean, like, if questions about um, just kind of talking through, I've had a couple of entrepreneurs reach out to me to talk through, like, where they, what they should put their energy towards tech-wise. Um, 
definitely like recommendations for things um marketing type stuff um i work at square with the marketing group closely with the marketing group so mm -hmm. um a lot of times like the tech that i do for them revolves around like um marketing and getting the best clicks on the pages and stuff like that so um just thinking about like well how should i market things how should my landing pages look how should like even like your emails or anything like that um your clicks how all of that type of stuff io on linkedin <laughs> or twitter at hello io lovely well thank you Aya, for joining us and appreciate having you here with us tonight with that being said have a beautiful evening yeah. thank you and good luck to everyone. I'm rooting for all of y'all. Thanks for joining us this week on Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. If you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or Spotify, or if you'd simply tell a friend about this episode. And if you are looking for more tips on reviving your business, make sure to visit our website, bzami.com. That's B-Z-A-M-Y.com to register for our upcoming business growth workshop on staff management, financial management, and time management. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale. Visit bzami.com. That's B for Vanessa, Z for Zebra, A for Animal, M as in money, Y as in yes.com. Visit bzami.com for more details.